Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. It is now the 7th day of January 2017, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from a Sully Baseball studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. It is that time of the year where it is kind of the, in baseball, the biggest news is going to be, obviously, the remaining free agents, and there's some interesting ones that's still out there. Trumbo's still out there, Batista's still out there. Um, and, and eventually the White Sox are going to trade Jose Quintana because it just makes too much sense to, you know, they, to get more. If they're going to rebuild, just do continue the wonderful rebuilding job. In a few weeks, we're going to have the Hall of Fame vote. Uh, I'm working on my mock ballot for the Hall of Fame. I have 10 that are going to be in there, obviously. And I'm, but in terms of the Hall of Fame with this year, I'm kind of binary. I, I, there are players who I wouldn't mind seeing get in. Uh, there are players I, I believe should be in. I'm a big proponent of Bonds. I'm a big proponent of Clemens. Uh, and I, they'll, they'll eventually get in. Um, I think there are a couple of players who I would not necessarily be the biggest champion for, like Bagwell or Hoffman. But if they get in the Hall of Fame, I won't object. I won't protest. You know, I wouldn't say, damn you, back, wow. You know, no, fine. But, um, you know, that's going to be coming up. And, and, and football is going to dominate things over the next bunch of weeks. Now, I'm not a football fan. I have nothing against football. I just don't follow the sport. It's not my sport. It's not my thing. And I don't really know who's in it most of the time. In fact, you know, I was taking a look at the 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 teams that are in the, the NFL playoffs this year, and I, I looked at them just ten minutes ago before I was going to start doing this podcast, and I was like, "Oh, look at that! I didn't know the Falcons were in it. Oh, the Falcons have a bye. I guess they had a good year, huh? The Dolphins. I thought the Dolphins were bad." The Dolphins are in the playoffs. Oh, the Lions. The Lions are in it? Huh. There you go. I mean, this is how little I follow football. Um, look, at I have the people who are on the, I mean, the Raiders are in it. Okay. I uh, They had Carr was their quarterback. They broke his leg. I think the quarterback is now going to be the 14th caller in KNBR. Um, Russell Wilson's on the Seahawks. Uh, Tony Romo's on the Cowboys. Tom Brady's on the Patriots. The guy from the insurance commercial is on the Packers. Peyton Manning's brother is on the Giants. I can't name a single lion. I think there's someone named Watt who plays for the Jason Watt. Is that it? Who plays for the Texans? I think his name is Jason Watt. Okay, that's my knowledge of football. And I don't have anything. And I'll probably, <clears throat> this is the, the wild card weekend and everything, and I'll probably turn it on while I'm doing some chores. And if it's like a one point game with three minutes to go, I'll say, I'll watch the end of this game. Why not? Who loses? You know, who gets hurt? But for me, I kind of wanted to look at this year in the NFL because one way that I sometimes get emotionally behind 
a team or this, that, or the other thing is in relationship to baseball. A few years ago, I rooted very, very hard for the Seattle Seahawks. And the reason I rooted hard for them was because of Ken Griffey Jr., because of Randy Johnson, because of Edgar Martinez, because of Ichiro, because of Aira, because of Felix Hernandez, because of Jay Buhner, because of Alvin Davis and Jim Presley and Mike Moore and Mark Langston, because of Bruce Bakhti and because of Gaylord Perry, because of all those years in Seattle where they couldn't win piddly-poo. And to know that those fans were hurting, to see them win, those years of the Mariners falling short, I said, well, at least they got a Super Bowl win. Of course, even how I frame this, it's with the assumption that everyone would rather have a World Series title than a Super Bowl title. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people who would much rather have a Super Bowl title than a World Series title, but I digress. So when I look at teams that I may want to get emotionally attached to, who am I going to root for? It always is through the prism of baseball. Now, everyone assumes I'm a New England Patriot fan because I, you know, because I grew up in New England and everything like that. And I have all the advantages of being a New England Patriot fan because when they win, people send me emails and you must be thrilled. Couldn't really care less. And when they lose, people try to give me crap. And go, I'm not a Patriot fan. I don't care. So I can accept all the good things. I don't have to deal with any of the bad things. Now, I am no fan of Roger Goodell, who is the NFL commissioner. I've said it before. I th he's a liar. I mean, we, that's been established. And he is someone who has caused a lot more harm than good in his role. I have no love for him. And the fact that he has given more attention to whether or not Tom Brady slightly deflated a football three years ago or whatever it was, than concussions and domestic abuse, tells me everything I need to know about this guy. For that reason, part of me wants the Patriots to win because it would mean he would have to reward the Patriots, and also because people would send me all sorts of accolades and things. I'm like, oh, great, great, flower is all over me, and champagne wishes and caviar dreams, and I don't really care. So I guess that's what I'm rooting for. But remember I did the, the suffering index on New Year's Day, where I took a look at the, try to come up with the, uh, a numerical answer to suffering. A couple people thought it was, you know, why are you doing that? What's the point? How are you going to market that? Shut up. I do it because it's December and I'm talking baseball. If you don't get that, then I'm so sorry about how sad you are in life. But I took a look at the suffering index and that's kind of, aside from my, my thoughts on the Patriots, um, that was going to indicate of where I would be putting my rooting interests on. Now, the, you know, the Indians have the highest suffering index of any of the franchises. The city of Washington, D.C. is the highest suffering index of any city when you take, count all the franchises that play there. Well, the Browns aren't playing and the Redskins aren't playing. So, you know, if the Redskins were in it, as politically incorrect as that name would be, I would be rooting for the Redskins because the city of Washington hasn't had a championship for a while. And then I'd also be rooting for the Browns, even though the, the 
So the Cleveland's had a recent championship with the Cavaliers. Well, you know, it may take a little of the sting off of the Browns, off, off of the uh, uh, Indians falling just short in the World Series. Now, yeah, I, when I take a look at some of the other teams that are in there, well, it's like the Raiders are in it. My mother-in-law happens to be a Raider fan. And the A's have a super high suffering index. The A's have the fourth of... When I say, when I give the rankings, I'm going to take away Washington, D.C. having the overall... I'm just going to be doing the team rankings. The A's have the fourth highest suffering index. So I guess besides the the Patriots, I'd be pushing for the A's, uh, for the Raiders. I'm even going to call them by their name. But they're playing the Houston Texans. And the Astros have the second highest suffering index of any of the, fran- the current franchises. So one of those fan bases that root for the Astros or the A's are going to have a win. Now, I again, I don't know enough about the teams. I don't know if the Raiders have a legit shot. I know that they're, they're on their 40th string quarterback right now. I know nothing about the, the, the Texans except that they have a player named Watt. I don't know if they're any good or not. But I know that A's fans or Astros fans are going to finish this weekend feeling a little bit better about themselves. Now, the Tigers have a, uh, at, are at 14, and it's a higher than they probably should be because they should have won a World Series recently. And the Lions are playing the Seattle Seahawks. Now, of course, the Seahawks blew the Super Bowl a couple of years ago with the dumbest play in the history of sport. Uh, the Mariners have a super high suffering index. They're at nine. And they're one of the, the two franchises to never even play in a World Series. So that might be good for Seattle fans to have another Super Bowl to sort of tide them over for dinner before the Mariners finally get their act together. But, you know, or it could be fun for Detroit, who has won, I think, every freaking Stanley Cup for the last bunch of years. But, you know, I don't know. There's Those are two that are kind of in the middle for me. Um, and then you have the Dolphins and you have the Steelers. I mean, the, the Marlins have a pretty low suffering index and the Pirates are super high. They're the third highest. So I should probably be rooting for the Steelers because piling up Super Bowl wins and Stanley Cups will take the sting off the fact that the Pirates will probably have their window of opportunity closed pretty soon. Um, the New York Giants... You know, it depends. Your level of suffering as a New York fan. I mean, I guess I should be rooting for the Giants because that's the closest team I've had to a, my own team forever. Um, I, and, you know, if you're a Met fan, you're suffering big time. If you're a Yankee fan, eh, you haven't won this decade, but you've won a lot. I suppose the reason I'd be rooting for the Giants, other than the fact that I was a Giant fan at one point in my life, would be the fact that I'd love the idea of Eli Manning having more championships than Peyton Manning. But that's that's nothing to do with anything. Um, in terms of Green Bay, the Brewers have a super high suffering index at 68.44. That's the fifth highest. And winning a championship, you know, winning a Super Bowl. I mean, Milwaukee, Brewer fans are Packer fans. That's all Wisconsin. Okay, I think we I think it's safe to say that if you are a Brewers fan, that your favorite football team is in Green Bay. I think I think that if you have a Venn diagram of Brewer fandom and Packer fandom, I think there's going to be a big, big, big crossover. And with the Brewers, they're not going to win anytime soon. So again, this is about tiding over for supper. 
Now, it's interesting, the, the, the Cowboys, if Nelson Cruz had made that catch in 2011, if he had jumped up properly, or if Feldman had got the final strike against Lance Berkman, those two times when the Rangers were one pitch away from winning the World Series, the Rangers would have the championship in 2011. The interesting thing about that is that the Rangers would have the win in 2011. The, um, the Mavericks would have the championship also in 2011. And the Stars, the hockey team, would have the Stanley Cup in, I believe it was 1999. It was either 98 or 99. Forgive me, I don't know the Stanley Cup championship. If Nelson Cruz had made that catch then the Dallas team with the longest uh, championship drought would be the Cowboys because they last won when I was 20-something years ago when I was still in college. I was like 96? No, it was just out of college. Okay, so it was 95, 96 they won. Um, but I don't, are they suffering more than the Falcons? Are they suffering more than Braves fans? I mean, Braves fans have a super much higher suffering index than you would think because of all those Game 5 losses they've had in the playoffs. So, yeah, I guess in that instance, rooting for the Falcons would take a little bit of pressure off the Braves as they're in absolute full rebuilding mode. And they're tearing down all the stadiums in Atlanta. Like, they're, they're, everyone's moving out of town. Um, and the Patriots and the Chiefs, here's how bizarre this is. I didn't know the Chiefs were good. I mean, I was I I thought maybe they were probably bad. I don't know. I don't follow the sport, so I guess I should be talking about lacrosse at this point. Um, but the idea of Boston and Kansas City, those are two of the lowest suffering indexes in the sport. So, you know, the only reason I'm rooting for the Patriots is because, hey, everyone thinks I'm, I'm for that. And, and also because I don't like Goodell. So it's strange. There's a matchup that goes on between the Raiders and the Texans. And in terms of suffering index, in terms of a fan base in need of a win, then those are two that I would be pulling for the most. You know, that would mean the most. It would probably, I mean, think about Houston. I mean, you expand it beyond the fact that the Astros have never won it. And they've lost so many Game 5s, Game 7s along the way that they are really, they have the most underrated suffering of any fan base in baseball. The second highest suffering rating to the freaking Indians. And the city of Houston hasn't had a championship since 94 and 95 when the Rockets won. And even that championship... Is look those that back to back titles, the Elajuan years and everything. They're they're legit. They're there, but there's not a soul in the world who looks at those titles and don't think, yeah, Jordan wasn't there. He didn't, Jordan didn't play in '94. He missed half in '95. A full strength Jordan against the Elajuan Bulls. Go to What If Sports. Play that simulation. So the only championships in the last decades, decades and decades and decades, and of all the Houston, major Houston sports teams, Oilers, Texans, Astros, Rockets, the only championships they have, and I'm not counting anything in the AFL if the Houston Oilers weren't thinking in the AFL, then all they have are those two years where Michael Jordan was on the White Sox. 
and the team that went on to do two three-peat runs happened to miss their greatest player for a year and a half, and the Rockets snuck in and won a couple of titles in that in that period of time. So I guess in some ways I'm I don't know a thing about the Houston Texans. I almost called them the Astros right there. I don't know anything about them. And part of me is going to root hard for them because of the Astros and their fans need a freaking hug. So that's how I watch football. I watch football based upon the suffering of baseball fans. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I know what Fox wants. Fox wants the Patriots versus the Cowboys because that means half of football fans hate the Patriots. The other half hates the Cowboys. Nothing brings eyeballs like hate. You know, you go there and say, look, no matter what happens, we're either going to see Tom Brady or or Jerry Jones look sad. So that's, you know, that's win for America. But I look at it in terms of baseball. Now, I, for me, a Super Bowl, I mean, people, again, have asked about, you know, me and you, know, you must be so angry about the flight gate or anything like that. I don't care. And I've said, look at, you know, if someone doesn't care, I said, I would trade every single Patriots Super Bowl now for J.D. Drew to get a hit off of David Price in the 2008 American League Championship Series. And I still think that, even though the Red Sox won the World Series in 2013. Because I wanted that 2008 World Series badly. Badly. That's how greedy I am. That's how I think. But, you know, we'll see. And the Super Bowl will show up in the middle of the Super Bowl. Like, oh, look, that was a good game. Good game. Real good game. Real competitive game. There you go. And as they're handing the Super Bowl trophy to this person or that, I'll think, there you go. Good for them. And I'll think in terms of that fan base, whichever team it is. Oakland A's fans, Houston Astros fans, Detroit Tiger fans, Seattle Mariner fans, Miami Marlin fans, Pittsburgh Pirate fans, New York Yankee or Met fans, Milwaukee Brewer fans, Texas Ranger fans, Atlanta Braves fans, Boston Red Sox fans, Kansas City Royal fans. All those fan bases will are, are, are being represented in this year's NFL playoffs. One of the, those teams, their fans will have a championship going into the new baseball season. One of those teams will be able to start the season with the fan base going, hey, we got our team one in the NFL. Now let's try baseball. So that's how I look at it. That's how I enjoy things. I enjoy things through the prism of baseball. And... You know, I'm not going to do many football podcasts. It's solely football. But even when I do, I have to talk about it in terms of baseball fandom because that's what I know. And the other thing I know is I'm going to do one of these every single day. So go to sullybaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. The closest thing to an NFL preview you are ever going to hear on this podcast 
This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.